Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, we got uh, 53 total cases up from 45 yesterday. Uh, seven of the new cases are individual cases. One is a contact case, which is a case that an individual was under a quarantine. So overall, we have 46 specific cases, seven contacts uh, that, that are positive from quarantines. Just to remind the public again, uh, when we put people in a quarantine, there is a higher probability that they will test positive than just someone who shows up uh, due to a doctor referral. Uh, let's break down who the individuals are as far as some background, not specifically who they are. 28 of these individuals are female, 25 are male. Uh, we have, let's see, 19, 22 individuals are under 40. That means 42% of our cases are under 40. That is a, a number that actually has increased from yesterday. I know one of the uh, stereotypes often was that those under 40 in their 30s and 20s are invincible to this. Uh, not the case. Uh, the the uh, Looking at that, we have... Uh, 12 in their 20s, 7 in their 30s, 8 in their 40s, 8 in their 50s, 7 in their 60s, 7 in their 70s, and 1 in their 80s. So 57% of our current cases are under 50 years old. Another data point, 15% of our cases are over 70. Uh, we have 140 people in mandatory isolation and quarantine at this point. That's a moving target. As we identify positives, we'll have more people after our health department does an investigation going into quarantine. At some point, uh, people will be coming out of quarantine. So that is a moving target uh, as well. Let's break this down by geography. City of Syracuse, 18. Salina, eight. I had someone email me saying, hey, the town of Salina is a big place, different neighborhoods. We are not going to be uh, breaking down by neighborhood. Uh, that gets too close to reporting on who identities of people may be. Clay, six. Cicero, four. Onondaga, four. Camillus, three. Manlius, three. Skinny Atlas, three. Lysander, two. Pompey, two. What does all this mean? Uh, we have been one of the uh, early, early communities that began testing. Uh, our doctors wanted us testing. We started a triage testing site early on before we have a, a positive case of COVID-19. We've done robust testing. We've done more testing here than many other upstate communities. Because of that, uh, we're getting back positives, uh, and we knew we would. We will see more positives over the next few days as some of our robust testing days from last week are going to be coming in later today and tomorrow. So we're going to see numbers go up, but that's good. This is what we need to have happen. We need to know who's sick so they can get help. We need to know that the health department does their investigation so that they can understand who needs to be in a quarantine. So we do that. There's been a lot of social distancing policies that have been implemented as well to really help on the curve here. So we're excited about this. Uh, today is not one of the spikes we saw yesterday or the day before, uh, but certainly we have more testing coming in. Uh, before I get into some specifics on testing, I'm going to let some of our other uh, speakers come up to just uh, give some facts on the ground that they're seeing. But we did uh, let all of you know that if there was a case where there is a gap in our investigation, we would alert the public and ask the public for help. Uh, certainly uh, last week we talked about the America's best contacts and eyeglasses. We gave times that we needed help from the public if they were there. Today we are doing a similar situation with a case, okay? So this is what we are asking the public. 
If you visited a Shodi's meat market between 12.30 and 4 p.m. on Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day, please contact our health department and or please contact your primary care physician. Okay? They're, they're, no, no, um, I hope you weren't, we're not raising hands yet uh, from the press corps. Uh, but so again, between 1230 and 4, Tuesday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, uh, last week, if you went to a Shodi's, we would like to hear from you, uh, or we want you to contact your primary care provider. Okay, at this time, I want to introduce Dr. Gupta. Dr. Gupta is going to talk about case investigations and the process. Okay. Doctor? Thank you. I'm short here, so I have to put the stool. Uh, good afternoon, and as County Executive has mentioned, I just wanted to make sure that the directive, which is we are asking public to look for the Shodi uh, meat market uh, in Solway, is because if they are, especially they are elderly, if they are uh, have immunocompromised system, um, that is something very important. We want to make sure that they contact their physician uh, to if they have any symptoms. If you are feeling fine, that's great. That does not mean you visited the you will have symptoms. We're just trying to be very proactive about that. Um, so just to, as, as you saw that out of, we have 53 cases now, and they're in all different age groups. Uh, what, as a health department, we do, we do, uh, we do active surveillance by identifying cases which are coming from our doctor's office. When there is a COVID positive case, uh, we have talked about that before. I just wanted to go over one more time. So when we get that report back from the lab, uh, or the doctor sometimes calls us also, either way it works out, most of the time we started to see those, we will contact the patient after they have been contacted by their primary care physician. If they do not have the primary care physician, we certainly will go ahead and contact them. Our staff goes through the very thorough interview in terms of the what was the time of, what was the date of onset, what were the symptoms, and where did they visit, who are the people who they contacted at that time. It is so important. How many people are living in the households? Uh, everything is very important for us to give the directive further in terms of isolation and quarantine. Um, because those individuals who are considered close contact are going to be put in uh, isolation and quarantine for 14 days. It means no outside. I mean, outside will be outside of their house or something in, within their territory, but no grocery shopping, no uh, social uh, interaction in physical ways, except in they can use that electronic um, uh, electronic tools to to make sure they are connected. Um, when we say that, we have to really be make, making sure that they are able to. Um, live through those 14 days by having food and and whatever their needs are, medications or anything which they need, including mental health. So that's the part which we do. Um, then the contact of cases, we contact each one of them. So there is a, let's say there's a one case, we identify their four members, they're going to be all isolated with the, with the family, and then we'll have to make sure do they have enough bedrooms or no. If that's the case, if there are not enough shelter there, we'll have to find some other place there. So far we have not seen that. So far we have been fortunate, but it may come. And then we go to their friends and family and then try to find them in the community where they have and also locate them into their trajectory, whether they went to grocery shopping, whether they went to the hospital, because healthcare system is a very important part of that. We have to really make sure that healthcare, uh, uh, healthcare uh, workers stay protected. Uh, if so other, one other part I want to talk about just briefly is that if you test negative. It's great that you test negative, but that's in that time. I think it's important for people to, to think about that. Does not, it's not a free ride, just go ahead and do anything you want to do. It means you are doing good, you, you did not turn positive, but it means you continue to do social distancing, personal protective measures, as well as the environmental uh, cleaning and everything which you're supposed to do. The one other part which we will continue to look into that, and I think you have sometimes asked, are these cases linked to each other? This is something we are actively looking onto that. First part is looking into that how many one case had become another case. These contacts become cases, as County Executive has mentioned, few of them, few, few of them have. 
but not. A lot of them we are seeing new cases at this point. But is there any connectivity among all? That's what will be work in progress. Uh, so I, I do believe that if we continue to work together, uh, certainly we'll be able to get behind this. So thank you. Thanks, doctor. I'll go over a little more data and then we'll bring up Dr. Thomas to give an update on the uh, hospital infrastructure. Uh, testing, okay? Uh, a lot of questions on testing, okay? And um, a lot of the same questions every day. So let me try to get this right so that I don't answer the same questions over and over again, although I will answer them again if you need me to. Uh, right now, 1177 back, 53 positive. Uh, four and a half percent is the, the number. That, that percentage went down from yesterday. Uh, so we anticipate, to remind everybody about how the testing is done, the upstate, if you're getting a test at upstate, I believe you're still using the Wadsworth lab. They're going to Wadsworth. Wadsworth is very busy. They may be getting them back in 24 hours, 48 hours, 36 hours. We give averages, okay? That doesn't mean that it's, you know, written in stone. Uh, Krauss has their own partner. The primary care providers have their own partner. Uh, certainly, the triage testing site has been using Quest. Quest uses two labs, okay? They use a lab in Virginia and a lab in Pittsburgh. Right now, the results from Pittsburgh are coming back faster than the lab in Virginia. They tell us that that's going to be fixed uh, by, you know, the next 24 hours. So overall, on average, a test in this community comes back between three and five days. I know many have sent me emails. Uh, I remind you if, you, if you got it last Monday and you went in at four o'clock to get a test, that needs to get processed and then sent out. That may have not gotten out till Tuesday, right? So on average, three to five, due to quests, uh, depending on the lab that they got sent to, it may be another day. Uh, so to remind everybody, we have an executive order. If you take a test, there is a reason why you took a test. Not because you wanted to, but because a doctor thought that you were symptomatic of flu-like symptoms and COVID-19 had to be ruled out. So it is your responsibility by law to be under a quarantine situation. Because we know this is an inconvenience for you, uh, we then have our helpline, if you need help, related to groceries, mental health, anything else. And our helpline is 315-218-1987, where we're here to help you. If you're in a quarantine, we, you didn't do anything wrong, uh, you either had contact with somebody or you got tested because you're sick, we're here to help you get through that period of time. And then if you need to be in a longer quarantine, get get through that period of time. So I think that's important. Uh, also related to this, uh, we know we're going to be receiving an abundance of testing over the next 24 to 36, 48 hours. So we'll have more results tomorrow. There will be more positives. Uh, the idea about that Dr. Gupta touched on related to investigations. Think about how many new cases we have and think about the investigations that need to go in immediately to identify those at risk of being in close contact for a quarantine. The second piece of those investigations is just what Dr. Gupta talked about. What correlations are between the existing positive cases, not someone who is a family member or a spouse or a significant other, uh, that's obvious. If you're living in the same house and you're sleeping in the same bed, you're going to be in a quarantine. Uh, but who, what other ways were these potentially related? We know in our community we have travel related and we have community spread. At some point, this virus came in from somewhere, uh, but it is now here. So uh, saying that, let's go to the upstate triage line real quick, then we're going to hear from upstate. Uh, we've had over 5,700 calls for assistance. Uh, this is key to flattening the, the curve. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the Microsoft Upstate uh, Coronavirus Assessment Tool has had over 21,000 clicks to look at the algorithm and utilize that technology when assessing one's health. Uh, we want to thank Upstate.
state, and we want to thank Microsoft for that. Uh, again, this helps keep the emergency rooms and the hospitals infrastructure intact so that they're serving the sick that needs to be there in real time. Saying that, I'm going to ask uh, Dr. Stephen Thomas to come up uh, and give an update related to uh, what they're seeing at Upstate right now. Doctor? Thank you. Good afternoon. So I'm only speaking for Upstate today. I'm not speaking for any of the other uh, hospitals. I'll talk about three topics. The first will be current um, hospital capacity. The second will be status of PPE. And the third will be status of testing. So in terms of the number of beds, so medical surgical beds that we have available, the number of intensive care unit beds that we have available, uh, staffing and ventilators, we're green. So today we're in good uh, we're in good shape. We're in good shape by design because we made a lot of uh, tough decisions about elective surgical procedures, moving to telehealth, trying to manage people in the outpatient uh, setting virtually. Uh, so this is where we are um, today, and we're in a good position. Uh, in terms of uh, testing, as the county executive said, uh, we continue to see people, we continue to swab people, and we continue to send tests to Wadsworth. Um, as was mentioned, the turnaround time on testing is anywhere between. Uh, 24 to 36 hours uh, and considering the uh, amount of volume that Wadsworth is doing just from our hospital alone um, I think that they should be commended for the work uh, the work that they're doing um, and then the third would be uh, PPE so when I'm talking about PPE gowns gloves uh, masks uh, respirators we're also green in that area today um, I make sure that everyone knows that I'm talking about today because that situation can be very volatile and uh, that situation can change. Uh, I can tell you that we're working with the county um, and we're working with the state um, diligently to try and inc increase our stores of PPE. But if you read the papers and watch the TV, you know that um, PPE is difficult to come by, uh, come by these days. So we're trying to be very innovative um, in, that, uh, in that way. And that's the update. Great. Thanks, Dr. All right. Couple good trends related to testing uh, at our triage site. We've had three straight days of declines. That's not because there was tests uh, not available. Tests were available, but it's because for whatever reason there's declines. We'll see what happens today. Um, but if the data continues to go that way, our hope is that people who are symptomatic with respiratory illness are getting tested, and we're getting to the point where we've started to get ahead of all those cases within our community. Um, from a social distancing standpoint, look at, uh, we are no longer getting funny emails in our inboxes, but we are getting things forwarded to us related to really what is some crazy ideas going on in neighborhoods throughout our community. I appreciate the need for happy hour. Uh, we encourage happy hour for mental health for adults uh, when doing it responsibly, but we should not see posts on Facebook of adults having happy hour and practicing social distancing, and then at the same time in the background having their kids playing together all over each other. It, it defeats the purpose. Uh, we might as well have kids in school if that's how we're going to behave. So we really need parents to step up and take advantage of this time and take this seriously. Uh, your kids should be uh, really within your own property lines. Uh, they should not be really being put in front of senior citizens at this point. And we really need you to be partners on this. We've talked about every day the, the economic pain. And many of you are emailing us talking about that economic pain that is becoming a reality. The fastest way we get to normal is by implementing the social distancing policies. And that means not letting our children go on play dates. So please take that seriously. Uh, we really need our parents to step up related to this. Again, we talked about spring breakers coming back. Uh, our, our advice to spring breakers coming back from out of town is put yourself in a quarantine. Uh, that's going to be our advice, uh, and we believe that's what you should do uh, coming back from spring break. I'm uh, pleased that uh, Syracuse University has been doing patrols on off-campus housing, uh, so I want to thank Syracuse University for doing that. Uh, that's really important. 
certainly when we're related to uh, mental health, uh, we have our mental health support line with 211. This is going to be uh, tough uh, as each day goes on when folks are at home and when you go out, you're going out by yourself to go to the grocery store or the pharmacy or an essential business. Uh, it, it's not going to get easy. If you need help, call 211. Uh, talk to somebody. Uh, this is a service here for folks to really take advantage of. Mental health will be a big piece of this, certainly as we get into the next few weeks moving forward. Our senior uh, first responder, adult nutrition, and now we've opened it up to our healthcare worker hotline is there to help anybody who has needs. Please take advantage of that. We've had over 1,100 nutrition requests from this from the public. These are all individuals that are a new group of our uh, of vulnerable people in our community. These are independent seniors, essentially, healthcare workers who are on the front lines every day that maybe can't get something they need or they can't get to the grocery store after work or they're getting to the grocery store and the, what they needed wasn't there. Uh, related to that, I had another conference call today with our grocery store uh, companies. Uh, their food uh, supply chain is intact. They were very busy this past week, but not as busy as the week before. So we should start seeing that at the grocery stores from a supply standpoint, uh, they told me, and we'll continue to have uh, calls. Daycare, we have over 1,900 slots available. Uh, this daycare is uh, available for any essential businesses, uh, healthcare providers, emergency uh, uh, management, uh, and or emergency providers. Uh, right now, we have worked this out where if you have a daycare emergency, uh, this will be free of charge uh, for this period of time. Uh, so I want to thank that. Uh, donation of goods. One of the great things about our community is people are rallying right now. We're seeing a lot of innovative ideas about uh, dealing with the PPE uh, issue that we have for our supply chain. Uh, but we're getting a lot of people who want to know how they have this, they can help, they want to donate something. Uh, so certainly we want to streamline this. I'm asking you that all PPE donations be directed to the following website. EMWeb01 at ongov.net. Again, that is EMWeb, Emergency Management Web01 at ongov.net. Or you can call us at 315-435-2525. Uh, donations can include N95 masks, standard surgical masks, nail salon masks, surgical gowns and gloves, eye protection, and of course, hand sanitizer. So those, I think, are important. Uh, I got a lot of questions about supply chain yesterday. Uh, we're happy to report that the county has secured 60 respirator or ventilators uh, and uh, part of our planning for potential surge capacity uh, in our hospital with ICU uh, beds off, our camp, off campus in the event that we had our ICU beds strained in our hospitals. We're working on those plans. We'll talk about those uh, either tomorrow or Wednesday, but we have secured 60 ventilators, uh, which is something that uh, a county has not had to do in a long time because we don't own a hospital and we don't run a nursing home. Saying that, uh, questions? Uh, we are utilizing various broker networks. Michael, this is a situation where um, we're not going to give away our supply chains right now because it is that competitive. And uh, the more people that find out about supply chains at this point, uh, you'll have a price at the beginning of the day. And then when you're trying to execute on that price at the end of the day, your price doubled uh, in many cases. So right now, I, I, uh, I spoke to the state earlier today. Uh, they're going to be contacting us about giving us some relief about some of our N95s and our PPE. Uh, we don't believe ventilators will be coming our way right now because we have the capacity we have right now. But we were planning in advance. So we're not going to give away specific supply chain uh, efforts right now because we don't want those to dry up. Why the town by town breakdown? Other community people all over Salina and other towns who say they, that automatically feeds the question, well, what street? Is it my neighborhood? Yeah. When I talked to Dr. Gupta a week and a half ago, she was, she was in the mindset of airing on limiting information mm -hmm. because of the idea that panic will set in. So what good is it town by town? Two reasons. Two reasons. One, to get away from the stigma that this isn't in my community. 
okay, and to take the social distancing serious. Two, other governments are giving out the same information to their media outlets, so we're going to reciprocate. Uh, Ryan, yesterday you mentioned um, corner stores and, and possible gatherings outside. You said maybe you'd send over law enforcement. Have you had to do it with them specifically, or have you sent the sheriff's deputies anywhere yet about social distancing issues? We got a couple tips earlier that were concerning, uh, that we thought the behavior was reckless. Uh, the sheriffs, if true, the behavior was reckless. I don't, the sheriffs were going to drive by those locations. I don't know if it was actually happening or not. Um, certainly, uh, one of my requests yesterday Andrew was for uh, snow and we got some snow uh, so that's a very good deterrent and it's a very good friend of social distancing so we're gonna have some wet snow weather this week uh, that's gonna help us bend the curve Tim that's 60 ventilators on on top of how many in the community now and could could dr. Thomas talk a little bit more about how far how much capacity we have before it's exhausted yeah I'll let dr. Thomas talk about that I there uh, an inventory is being done with hospitals on how many are in the community I, I don't know if we have that number yet but dr. Thomas you want to come up and talk about that thanks so I'm not being evasive but that's a constantly changing number because on any single day we are discharging 50 to 80 patients routinely so the number of available beds on the medical surgical side on the intensive care unit side is constantly is constantly changing you know what I what I can say is uh, again the the idea that we stopped elective surgeries the idea that we're um, doing a lot of um, uh, medical visits uh, virtually has freed up beds so again today we're green <laughs> I'm hoping tomorrow and the rest of the week will be green I can't speak to what we're gonna be like next week are, are we at about normal if there is such a thing right now we're better than normal because again a lot of these essential a lot of these um, elective surgeries and other procedures that would require an inpatient hospital bed um, those have been uh, delayed when they can have been delayed um, and these are these are decisions that physicians and patients are making uh, together of what can and cannot be uh, delayed Uh, I don't believe so. We, Michael, we take that very seriously. And uh, everybody, uh, most people get it. They want to get help. They don't feel well. Uh, the people who are in quarantine uh, have a level of uh, fear that they're going to test positive. So uh, for the most part, people have been uh, really working with us and working with Dr. Gupta and her team. Uh, and they need to because there's a lot of work. We did robust testing. We're getting all these results back very quickly. Uh, Erie County, uh, I believe their test results are half of what we've gotten back, a community bigger than ours, right? So they're, not every community in upstate New York uh, had the infrastructure in place that we did. And so we're a little bit ahead of everybody related to that. So Dr. Gupta's team is very busy now uh, as we get new tests in every day. Uh, and certainly we need the community to be respectful of that. Uh, and certainly we have zero tolerance for anybody in a mandatory quarantine or mandatory isolation uh, that's not going to respect the law. That's what it is at this point, the law. We're hearing from people who, who say they're waiting a week for their results. Yeah. If that's the case, and I have no reason to believe that it's not, who's lying about that? What should these people no. do? Should they call someone? Is there a way? Yeah. So, so Michael, here's... Um, there's no way that they've been waiting seven business days because we started the testing Monday, and here we are, I, I think it's Monday. Um, so here we are again, you're talking the sixth business day, uh, maybe the fifth depending on Monday. Uh, part of the challenge at the triage site is that if your test was Monday and it went to Quest, sent it to the Virginia lab, they're a little backed up there. We, that's what we just talked about earlier. Uh, if it went to the Pittsburgh lab, you've gotten your results back already. So that's some of the backlog was related to uh, related to our triage site where the results went to get processed. Uh, and that is something that we've been told will be taken care of by the end of business tomorrow. If, yep. if the delay, though, is if it's if it's five days um, till you get tests and it's probably several days while someone is contagious before they come in for tests, 
it, it is a long uh, running start before you get a result back. I just do you, do you feel like that's enough to stay ahead of the ahead of the disease like you've tried to do with testing? Can that get shortened? Can we send tests all to Wadsworth? No, the answer is no, we can't. So uh, we, uh, everybody has their own partner. All these partners aren't just doing testing for our community. Uh, there's uh, thousands of tests being done every day. Uh, so certainly this was, this is a lot of this is infrastructure being built as you go. You find a new partner that has new turn times, you utilize that partner. Uh, but related to uh, staying ahead of the curve, uh, I get it, Tim. But that's why we put in our executive order saying if you get tested, there's, there's good reason to believe that you, you could have this. Stay home. It's the law. So from the standpoint of a community spread, that's why we did that. Um, it is inconveniencing people a little bit longer. Uh, we get that. That's why we have help to help them with our with our line. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, we're in this together as a community. We're all being inconvenienced. Uh, it's hitting us in our individual lives different ways every day. Uh, and that's frustrating. And we see that at times. Uh, we, we see that with phone calls. We see that with emails. Uh, but we got to realize that uh, there's people in other parts of the state in other parts of the country that are sick and want to be tested because their doctor's telling them to, and they can't get a test. Okay? People are getting tested here. We're just waiting to get the results back. Just to follow up on that idea, uh, you, you've mentioned in the past 20, the health department has about 20 investigators to follow up with people. Um, are they getting backed up now that more cases are coming and they have to try to trace out more? Yeah, we've been, doctor, we've been training others to help do that. Do you want to answer that question, doctor? So we have actually many nurses who we continue to train now who are doing home visiting from our different programs. So at this point, we actually um, have enough staff. However, if we have case continue to do, we have been provided some connectivity from our local hospital system that they will be able to offer some of their staff. So it's a very collaborative community. I do not think there should be a problem. People are very willing to do that. We'll just have to continue to train them because it's kind of very specific where the investigation is done. It's it's like you find one person, you have multiple trees coming, like multiple arms are coming out, and you have to contact every person and make sure nothing is left out. Um, so we are in a process because we have to continue over the weekend too, like we work throughout, you know, over the weekend, and we'll continue to do so until we have decline in cases. About how many investigators do you have now? So I I'm just have to, because we keep on increasing, I don't have exact count right now. We certainly can get back to you. I can see all their faces right now, but I don't have really exactly number, honestly. And we'll get back to you about that. Can you explain the process, not the training process for those folks, but what process they follow in making contact with the individual? Let's take the Ashogi's uh, case or the case at America's Best. Right. Right. How do they work? You mentioned it. It goes like a tree. Right. How does that work actually? So let's say you are COVID positive, and I'm calling you, right? I'll say, hi, Michael. You know, how are you doing this and that? We found your test. By the time your doctor has already contacted you, hopefully, if you don't have a doctor, then we will be the first one. And we kind of take your, it, it's a lot of times a shock to people. They feel like, oh my God, I'm positive, even though they might be expecting that. And then we go through the steps of question. When was your onset of symptom? Which day did you become symptomatic? And then after that, we have them track their path. Um, how many people were in the family? Were they there? What did they go out for dinner? Uh, did they um, did they go to the, the place of work or place of worship uh, or any restaurant or any concerts? So everything just feeds into. Basically, we are asking them to relive their life. Right? Make sense. 
it's right. a scary. It does, it does. So we give them time, we just go back and ask them. Usually what I tell primary care provider, which we have been talking to them, is when you're giving your first information to the patient, that time give them something to think about, that the health department is going to contact you, and we want you to start thinking where were your touch points throughout that. So it gives them a little time by the time we contact them. And you'll be surprised, people are very good. And uh, sometimes when they're elderly, um, that takes a little time. So we have to have several phone calls to them. Then we have to connect with their family member. We go back. So that's a very tedious process. You know, it's really very step of the, every step of the way we have to make sure we are getting correct information. Then we congregate and we actually go through the case review and try to see, okay, was this missing piece or this was missing piece, go back and find that information. So until we are all satisfied, we continue to find all the contacts and put them in quarantine. Do you worry about running out of well, yes and no. I mean, it's a reality. Is that something if we'll have, I believe our community has really very highly skilled professionals and we will continue to have the, the supply chain from the health professional who are willing, either our staff or even volunteers. I have, uh, I have many of my physicians who want to volunteer here also, right? So we said, if you want us to do something, in my past life, I used to practice, so I know few people around. And it does make a difference, so it feels good. Um, and, and I think we'll continue to do that. One thing I just wanted to, when you asked County Executive that question, it just occurred to me. When we have small numbers, we don't want to disclose that because that actually creates stigma in the township. When we have larger number, then we people need to think about it's here. It's not over there in Westchester. It's not here. It's here. So we actually go and then answer that. So I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, if you're. Yeah, Michael, I think you're hitting on that. It is two reasons. One, there nobody's immune, and for parents who are trying to have uh, recess parties in their neighborhood, and some of these same towns, hopefully they're watching. People in your town have this, uh, and they got this in, in probably a very innocent community spread. Uh, but by having children congregate and you congregate when we're telling you not to do that, it's a bad idea. It does. It, it, it really, it does. If you're sick, you need to stay home. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Thank you very much. Uh, welcome back, gentle listener. That uh, We're wrapping up there the uh, uh, press conference with uh, Ryan McMahon, of course. He with some new numbers. And an interesting question there, uh, the next to the last question by Michael Benny, it sounded like, uh, wherein, you know, they gave the town-by-town town numbers, and there have been some talk about, well, stigma, and we want this out there for this reason and that. And uh, Benny's question was, as you give this information, um, it's factual, but you're also trying to make a certain impression. There are some efforts to shape public thought uh, on this matter. And they say, well, there's a case in your town, there's a case in your town, um, so that you will be aware and uh, keep making the uh, precautions and not become lax or lackadaisical about your uh, efforts at social distancing and stuff like that. And I think that that's ultimately good, but I, I believe that if that effect comes about, it should just be a happenstance of the facts. I don't believe that 
in a situation like this, that there ought to be over much of a, you know, we're trying to shake public thought uh, uh, effort on the part of the uh, executive and the uh, health commissioner. I think that straight up facts are the best thing. I believe that uh, a clearly stated leadership, uh, which we've gotten from the uh, executive, is what we need. We need you to do A, B, C, D for these reasons right here, one, two, three. And make it clear, lay it on the table. You're dealing with adults, free adults, and uh, people of good conscience will respond uh, uh, appropriately. There's a very significant jump in the number of cases in Onondaga County, of course, over the uh, weekend. And that's something that's uh, to be expected. And there will, in all likelihood, be a continued jump in the uh, number of cases. That's just part of it. And, you know, if we get downrange and they're able to come up with a test that uh, is able to determine not whether we have it, but have we had it in the past, I think that it might turn out that there are a fairly significant number uh, of people in the community who have already had the coronavirus. I'd be curious to know if there's any way to track down how long it has actually been here. Because I think that most of us in our lives, in our families, in our circles of friends uh, have got people who were sick a month or two ago with symptoms that seemed an awful lot like coronavirus. That doesn't mean it was. Look at the testing that's going on right now. The testing that's going on right now are only for people who it looks like they've got coronavirus, right? It's not like you walk up and say, hey, I was curious, could you uh, stick a Q-tip up my nose three or four feet, pull some mucus out of there and uh, run it through your little test and see if I got the bad gamboo? I mean, that's not how it's going. You present sick, uh, you've got the systems consistent, and you may have some potential connection or some uh, health crisis before you, and then they will test you, right? And I mean, it, it, it walks like a duck, talks like a duck. Let's test it and see if it is. And 90% of the time, the answer is no. So maybe those bugs or whatever we had that went through a month or two ago, including in my family, though they sure looked uh, like, you know, the, the, the characteristics of uh, what we now call coronavirus, uh, it may not have been. Listen, we're going to take a break. Uh, the, the best news in this whole thing was that uh, Onondaga County has been able to secure via purchase 60 ventilators, um, which will be very good. Uh, it a burden a hand that and also then the executive made reference to, you know, I don't want to tell you what our supply chain is because this gets out there and the price will go up. It'll double in a day. Well, here's where I think that you ought to wheel out your state attorney general, because I understand absolutely supply and demand. I'm all for it. Right. The free marketplace uh, it gives me a warm fuzzy. But when lives are on the line and you are purposefully sticking it to uh, uh, the taxpayers who are trying to buy the equipment that will save the lives of innocent people, especially as if the government people and experts are correct, we are facing what could be a horrific calamity. If you're doubling your price in one day in the face of that, that's not the free enterprise system. That's friggin' theft. And you have perverted uh, your liberty by your lack of morality, Right. Yes, I want you to make money, but if you are engaging in some kind of auction thing where you're seeing how high up you can ratchet the price as you rip off the taxpayers, again, what we're selling here is not uh, you know vacation condos in Florida, right? What we're selling here is a machine that's going to determine whether or not grandpa dies, and you're holding that hostage for your extra 33 pieces of silver. Again, you are not engaged in capitalism. You're engaged in bastardy. Is there such a word? You're being a big, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of that's not dick? But you're being like one of those, okay, 100%. Uh, back in just a moment, time for traffic and weather on 570 WSYR. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Welcome back, my friend. Welcome back. USA Today is reporting that, according to a member of the International Olympic Committee, the Olympics in Japan will be postponed in all likelihood until 2021, approximately one year. One small note about the Ryan McMahon press conference, and I hope this isn't just because I'm like some old, irrelevant, angry guy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, though I proudly wear all those labels, you know that. But as uh, you have someone speaking to the county executive, when the reporters call out to him and address him by his first name, I just don't think that that's appropriate or respectful, right? The man is, after all, the county executive. And uh, he could be Joe uh, Dokes on the street, and still, I think it would be appropriate uh, to use the courtesy title in reference to him. Excuse me, sir, do you know which way the bus station is, right? And uh, so you are in the situation where a gentleman who, again, does hold significant local office, um, and you are, and I know that times and things have changed, and uh, maybe someone would say to me, you've got to get up with the times, and on the same token, I would then say, perchance it would be good if you are going to be a reporter and if you are going to be communicating to the entirety of your potential audience, you need to be aware that there is a portion of your audience, um, uh, it, it, arguably the largest portion of your audience, um, that isn't comfortable with the cavalier uh, use of first names in that fashion. Is, am I... Am I yeah, and it, while I continue this completely pointless tangent, it, not that I care what people call me. You know what I'm saying? Typically, I'm referred to uh, with some slang name for an anatomical feature. Is right? It's what people call me. But uh, you uh, are there, and you know you are speaking to someone who's you know <laughs> thirty or forty years younger than you. And they insist on calling you by your first name, which is fine. But I'll see some, you know, like at the pharmacy, or some, pharmacy uh, and there'll be some, you know, fine, white-headed, old, uh, uh, dowager lady uh, there. She's standing waiting to get her pills. And, you know, the pharmacy tech, whatever that is, person pushing the buttons uh, on the thing, who is, you know, still trying to learn how to, like, talk and chew gum simultaneously, will we'll call her Betty or Lulu Bell or whatever her name is. And you almost want to walk over and say, actually, let me introduce you. This is Mrs. Jones. She's uh, one of your value customers and a person who, in our culture, we used to respect. She's a delightful lady. I'm sure you will enjoy her company. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. All right, let's move on to the plague. As opposed to, like, just how to talk to old people politely, maybe we could take up something even more relevant, like plague and pestilence. And also the fact that for an awful lot of us, today was the first day of the coronation, right? Like... Maybe coronation is the wrong thing to call it because on a, anything in ending in cation, typically we are getting paid and we're not worried about starving to death afterwards. Um, and I'm sounding kind of flip here, and I support all the things we're doing for the social distancing and fight the all this stuff. I'm all on board. But I'll be honest with you. I look at the – here's a deal. In the past two weeks, the governor's walked up and put a bullet through the head of the economy of the state. I don't care what the stock market did. When you say to 100% of the so-called non-essential uh, uh, workers in the state, you have to stay home. And when you recognize that th there are some employers who will say, don't worry, I, I, I got you covered. Right? I, I will pay you anyway. Go home. I'll pay. No, everything's fine. I got every, you're, you're good. There aren't very many of those, right? And that a very large percentage, I would say a significant majority of people who had jobs on Friday – uh, it, 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 who don't have jobs today are not getting paid. You're just done, right? Maybe when this is done, and, and it, it was it uh, yesterday in the press conference. Today's press conference was almost a carbon copy for, for uh, Cuomo of yesterday's. But yesterday he says, yeah, this could be four, six, nine months. I don't know about you, but if I go without a paycheck for about 20 minutes, uh, we're in hurting status financially. And maybe there are a lot of folks out there who can go four, six, or nine months without a paycheck. And maybe there are a lot of small business that can say, oh, don't worry about it. We'll just, uh, we'll, we're fine for four, six, or nine months. Don't worry, we'll fine. As soon as he lifts the thing, we'll just pop right back into business. Like hell you will. And, and I think most small business realize. And again, I'm not arguing against a thing. But like today, he had a, a press conference. 
uh, being Andrew Cuomo. And I'm not trying to be critical of him, but like, here's one thing. Before you jump off the cliff, you ought to make sure that there's like some water down there or something, okay? Or one of these double extra padded crowned mattresses or something. You know what I'm saying? There ought to be something other than sharp rocks down there. And anyway, in his press conference today, uh, Governor Cuomo, and I'm not trying to be a jerk or whatever, but he does his PowerPoint and he puts up a, a sign on there. And it uh, has like a little teeter-totter, a fulcrum, a balance. And on one side, it says protect lives. And uh, on the other side, it says economic viability. And the headline above it all says still figuring it out. And you want to say, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. So you you shut everything down, but you haven't figured it out yet. You don't know. You don't have a plan. Or, anyway, uh, and then he says there are lots of questions we have to answer. Does everyone stay out of work? Should young people go back to work sooner? Uh, can we test for those who have resolved and are immune and let them return to work? He says, we're still figuring it out. As you're sitting there, day one of your chronication, zero dollars coming in, I kind of sense that probably you would have wished he would have figured that out before he gave you and a gazillion of your neighbors the pink slip. Time for news with Dave Smith back when he's done on 570 WSYR. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Martin Water Company says, we're here. Don't worry about us. Don't worry about it. When you're free, uh, we're free. And you know, maybe you are free to give them a call right now or to go on their website right now. What they do is they uh, uh, soften water and they filter water. And I tell you what, right now, I think that we have a keener appreciation of healthy things than ever before. And so their promise of pure, safe, clean water straight from your tap, all of a sudden, I think that's, I want to pay a lot more attention to that. They filter out chemicals. They filter out things, impurities, dissolved things that you don't want in your water, that you don't want in your kids. Uh, it, listen, give them a call, talk to them, <coughs> ask them your questions, and as it becomes comfortable for you both and appropriate in our setting, they'll come out and test your water for free. 1-800-887-7555 or just stop off at their website, martinwater.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.